The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We've been um, teaching on the subject of reinventing, reinvented by the Holy Spirit. Reinvented by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, this year God has just told us as a ministry the words, the prophecies that have been declared unto us that he just wants us to, to change. You know, he's told us it's our time to relaunch, to restart, to reinvent. And whatever you do, just make sure you don't remain the same. Whatever you do, just make sure you don't stand on the same spot. Whatever you do, make sure three months does not leave you on the same spot. Because God has declared his word about what he's doing and what he's going to do. And he wants you to plug into that word. And I trust God that as these words are coming forth, as we begin to unpack these things, as we begin to unfold these things, that we will begin to see the changes, the transformation, the reventions in your lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And in case someone is wondering, what does it really mean to reinvent? What does it mean to reinvent? When we talk about the fact that the Holy Spirit wants to reinvent us. To reinvent means to change something so much that it appears to be entirely new. To change something so much that it appears to be entirely new. And what does this mean? God wants to change you. God wants to transform you so much that people will not be able to recognize you again. That people will go to the spot where they have associated you with and they won't find you there. Why? Because you are no longer there. Because you have been taken to a higher realm. Amen. So much that you appear to be completely entirely new. To reinvent means to produce something new that is based on something that already exists. To produce something new that is based on something that already exists. You are already in this world. You've been existing for however many number of years. But God is saying that he wants to produce something new out of you. He wants to bring out something new out of you. That people around you are going to see something in you and observe and perceive something about you that wasn't there before. So there's a newness that God is bringing to pass in your life. To reinvent means to remake or make over as in a different form. To remake or to make over transformation. Transformation. Change. We are seeing something new about you. We are observing something different about you. Glory to God. So God wants something new to come out of you. He wants to make a statement with your life. And not just a statement. He wants your life to speak. He wants to speak with your life. He wants to speak through your life onto this world. God wants to make you a reference point in this world, in this generation. Glory to God. So why do we really need to invent? I'm okay with my life, with the way things are around me. Why do I need, you know, to push for something more? Why can't I just remain the way I am? Amen. But you know what? First of all, you must represent your father. The Bible says that we are ambassadors for Christ. 
God has called us to represent our Father. And the day you got born again was just the beginning of the journey. Was just the beginning of the journey. We have the nature of God. We are in fellowship with God. God has called us by his name. But we don't have, we don't see around us all there is to God yet. All there is about God yet. We don't see the fullness. And once you understand that your assignment on here on earth is that I have to represent God. I have to represent the fullness of God. The fullness of God, not just 10% of God, not just 20% of God, not just 50% of God, but the fullness of God. The Bible says that the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in Jesus and we are complete in him. And so God wants to make known and make manifest his completeness through you. And therefore, you mustn't sit on the same spot. You must ensure that you keep reinventing reinventing and showing forth more of the Father, a different side of the Father, a new side of something that God has deposited within you that you didn't know about. You must keep discovering. You must keep moving forward. You must keep advancing. God is not static. He is always up to something new. The scriptures tell us that. God is not static. God says, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. Today he's doing something new. Tomorrow he's doing something new. He did miracles in decades past and he's still doing miracles today. And the Bible says that, you know, the greater works we will do. So the generation that we have been called to is a generation that we will do greater works. It's a generation that we manifest, you know, the greater works of God. The things that Jesus did not even do while he was on earth. So God is not static and you can't afford to be static. Even the world around you is changing every day. Even the world around you is changing every day. COVID taught us, taught the world a lot of things. And people had no choice but to adapt. Schools had to adapt, businesses had to adapt because the world was becoming a different place. And the world is changing every day. So you must make new discoveries. There are advancements, there are technologies, you know, there are things that, you know, God is just the, uh, uh, um, showing people, showing forth. And if you don't align with the thing, with the, with, with, with the times, you'll be swept away. If you want to remain relevant in this world, because you must realize that you are sent to this world. And if you are going to succeed in this world, you must be relevant. If you are going to be relevant in this world, you must at least change with the times. But better still, you must live ahead of your times. There are people that lived in centuries past that saw some of the things that we're seeing now. Some of the discoveries, some of the inventions that we have today were things that, that people that lived ahead of, that, of, of their times looked into the future and began to produce these things and began to bring forth these things. So reinvention is not an option for you. It is not an um option. You must keep reinventing yourself if you are going to be fulfilled, if you are going to stay relevant. And you must commit yourself to relevance because you are a light to this world. Praise the Lord. So when you got born again, God brought about a rebirth in your spirit. That's where the newness started from. God removed the nature of the enemy, the nature of sin, the nature of death, the nature of the devil, and he gave you his nature. 
But that's where the journey just be only begins. Second Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He's a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. So if you are born again today, you are new. If you are born again tomorrow, you are new. If you are born again next month, you are new. That is the nature that you have. That is the nature that you have. But then it's important that that newness begins to show forth on the outside. You are new every day. And therefore, around you, we must keep seeing something new. That newness must continue to produce. Must continue to produce. So the nature of newness that we have received from God is the foundation that you require to be constantly reinvented. So God has set the stage for us. God has given us the foundation. He's given us the nature. He's given us, you know, uh, uh, um, and placed something within us that can keep pushing us to ensure that we are bringing forth newness on a consistent basis every day of our lives. Hallelujah. One of the things that we touched on last, last week Sunday is that the Holy Spirit is the agent of change, of transformation, and of reinvention. The Holy Spirit is the agent of change, transformation, and reinvention. He wants to change you and he wants to transform you on a daily basis. On a daily basis. And so like I said, your life is not meant to be stagnant. Your life is meant to keep advancing. Your life is, 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 is meant to keep, de to, to keep developing and to keep reinventing all the time. So you must keep asking yourself... I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. So what new thing am I meant to be bringing forth in this time? What newness am I meant to be producing in this time? What things am I meant to be laying aside? And what things am I meant to be laying, lay, lay, laying hold of and pursuing at this time? It's a question that you must keep asking yourself. Because that new nature on your inside must keep producing must keep showing forth, must keep having expression. What new version of you is yet to be revealed? What new version of you is the world yet to see? I want to talk about the process of reinvention. The process of reinvention. Now, the Holy Spirit reinvents us through a daily process, a daily process, daily engagement, that, is, that can be laced with experiences and encounters from time to time. You know, many times you might be tempted to think, oh, okay, when God says, I want to reinvent you, you're just looking for that one encounter. You will come to church. You will feel the presence of the Spirit in church, and then you just leave. Everything has changed. Your mind has changed. Your finances have changed. Your marriage has changed. Your business has changed. I mean, sometimes, we, of course, we look in the scriptures and sometimes God deals with people in that manner. You know, we looked at the life of, of Saul last, last Sunday. You know, Saul was selected to be the king of Israel. You know, God told him that he was going to be the captain over his people and he was going to, you know, win the battle of the, against the Philistines. And God told Samuel to anoint him to be king over Israel. You know, someone anointed him, and what happened? You know, things just started to happen in his life. 
The Bible says that he started to prophesy when he found himself in the midst of the prophets. And people looked at him, people that knew him before did not recognize him anymore. And he said he had become another man. So it looked like an overnight experience that from somewhere, you know, God's power just came upon him and he just became an, another man. Sometimes it happens that way. But sometimes you, you, you can't determine when that encounter is going to come. You can't determine when that specific experience is going to come. But I know that when preparation meets opportunity, success and transformation is inevitable. When preparation meets opportunity, success and transformation is inevitable. So there's a reinvention that the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life every single day. Every single day. Every single day. And you shouldn't miss those things. You shouldn't miss those, that, um, those processes. Amen. You can deliberately subject yourself to the process of change, transformation, and reinvention. You can deliberately subject yourself to that purpose, to that process. Amen. You know, if someone wants to get rid of a habit, a bad habit, many times it takes time, you, you work on it, you know, you set goals, you place boundaries around you, and eventually you can get rid of that habit. But again, there are times that you might come for a meeting and the power of God touches you and, you know, you just get rid of those desires supernaturally. You get rid of habits supernaturally. But it doesn't happen that way for everybody. Amen. The Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts in a very dramatic way. But that was the only time that the world experienced that kind of dramatic entrance of the Holy Spirit. When someone is getting filled with the Holy Spirit that, you know, fire and, you know, everything in manifestation. But many people have received the infilling of the Holy Spirit subsequent to that. And even that's why the fact that, you know, we didn't have all that drama. It doesn't change the impact. It doesn't nullify the fact that an impact, a strong impact was made. A strong impact was made. Many people have received the Holy Spirit quietly in their bedrooms. Quietly in their bedrooms. And that strong impact was, not, was, was there. Was there. So if you're looking for, you know, drama, if you're looking for, you know, someone to declare a prophecy over you, you might miss your day. You might miss your time. You might miss the everyday reinvention that the Holy Spirit is doing um, in your life. Glory to God. The Bible says in Romans 12, 11, that we should be aglow in the Spirit. We should be aglow in the Spirit. For you to stay aglow in the Spirit, there's a place of, of, you know, filling yourself with God's Word. There's a place of staying in the presence of God's Holy Spirit. There's a place of exposing yourself to God over and over again. And when you do that over and over again, that glow will show forth from your outside. That glow will show forth from your outside. Praise the Lord. I want to read um, Philippians 2, verse 13. Philippians 2, verse 13. And I'm going to read from the Amplified Version and the Passion Translation. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effect, effectually at work in you, 
energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to walk for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. The Passion Translation says, God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. So every day the Holy Spirit is working in you. He is revitalizing you. He is giving you new desires. He's giving you new visions. He's giving you new dreams. He's giving you new goals. He's strengthening you. But you must take time to submit and subject and surrender yourself to the Holy Spirit on a day-by-day basis. And that is how the reinvention happens. That's how the reinvention happens. So don't miss that everyday experience and the process of reinvention. Because change change happens every day. And if you don't take time to sow those daily efforts, you will miss out ultimately what God wants to do in your life. What God wants to do. Praise God. Last week we talked about the fact that one of the ways that the Holy Spirit also reinvents us is by his infilling the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The infilling of the Holy Spirit. There is an initial filling of the Holy Spirit, but then there's a subsequent and, and a continuous infilling that we as believers, you know, we need to avail ourselves of. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, 18 and 19, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Another translation says, be being filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. But be being filled with the Spirit. Be being filled with the Spirit. So what do you do with the, with, with the Holy Spirit? You receive the Holy Spirit. You ask for an infilling by faith. You, and that's how you get filled with the Holy Spirit. You ask Him, Holy Spirit, Fill me up today. Holy Spirit, I empty me of self. And I ask that you have your way in my life. I ask that you fill me up. Ask him to fill you. And receive that infilling by faith. And then you consciously yield to him. What does it mean to yield to him? If you are, if you are driving a car, you know, that, that sometimes you get to a junction and, and, you know, it says, the sign says, yield to oncoming traffic. What do you do? You allow the oncoming traffic to go and then you follow behind. That's what it means to yield to the Holy Spirit. You allow him to go ahead of you and then you are following him as he's leading. Following him as he's leading. Why? Because he's been there. He knows the path. He knows, the Bible says that he knows the end from the beginning. He knows, he knows the destination. He's the one taking you there. He's the one taking you to that place of fulfillment. He's the one taking you to that place of transformation. So what do you know? The best wisdom is, as you lead, I go. As you lead, I go. I don't have the answer. We only know in parts. We understand in parts. But you know it all. You see the, 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 the full picture. So staying in that place where you allow the Holy Spirit to feel your thoughts, you allow the Holy Spirit to feel your desires, you allow the Holy Spirit to just have his way in your life and you are completely surrendered and yielded to him. Now on that path of reinvention, there are definitely milestones that you are going to experience. There are milestones you are going to experience. What are some of those milestones? 
you begin to see differently. You begin to see differently. The Bible says in Isaiah, Isaiah 11, Isaiah 11, chapter 2, it says, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So when you allow the Holy Spirit to fill you up, fill you up from within, these are the things that you can expect to happen. You will begin to see differently. You begin to see opportunities, things that your eyes have been closed to before. God will begin to open your eyes by his Spirit. You will begin to see because the Holy Spirit gives light. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of light. So why? I mean, sometimes you are walking in darkness and you don't know. But when God causes your eyes to be opened, you realize that, wow, this place is holy ground and I do not know it. The river of water that I had been looking for, there's actually water beside me. And I was thirsty and suffering in thirst and I didn't know. There's actually a chariot round about me and I was afraid for nothing. But because your eyes are open, you begin to see differently. You begin to see and know that there are more opportunities than you, than, than you ever realized. You begin to see and to know that you know, there, 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 there are things that you can do in a better way. In a better way. Your mindsets will begin to change. Your mindsets will begin to change. Whatever change you are going to see on the outside has to start from the inside. And that's why the Bible tells us in Romans 12 that we should renew our minds. We should renew our minds. We should renew our minds. And the Bible says that, that we, should, we should wash our minds with the water of the word. We should cleanse our minds with the water of the word. And so as we begin to open up ourselves to the Holy Spirit and to his word and to his counsel and to his presence, our mind begin to ch begins to change. Your thought patterns begin to change. You begin to increase in capacity. You begin to increase in capacity. Your capacity to handle finances and large capacity. Your capacity to handle businesses. Because the Holy Spirit is empowering you. It begins to change. Hallelujah. Your desires will begin to change. Your desires will begin to change. You won't be satisfied with the status quo. You won't be satisfied with the status quo. Sometimes when God wants to move you to a new level, it starts by an uneasiness on your inside. An uneasiness within you. You are just dissatisfied with, all, with what is around you. Amen. It's because God is changing your levels. God is changing your levels. And as you align with the Holy Spirit, he'll begin to lead you. He'll begin to lead you. So along the, 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 the path of reinvention, there are milestones that we need to see. And so you must ask yourself, you know, like I said, these things you must see in your life. Your, your, your mind must change. You must begin to see new things. So ask yourself regularly, which areas am I changing my mindset? Which areas of my life has my thinking changed? Which areas of my life do I have enlarged capacity? Which desires, you know, am I letting go of? And which new desires am I embracing? The Bible says that when you delight yourself in the Lord, that he will give unto you the desires of your heart. He will give unto you the desires of your heart. What new dreams am I nurturing within me? So these are milestones that you must see and you must experience on that path of reinvention. 
on that path of reinvention. Glory to God. And sometimes it's not all rosy. It's not all rosy. The Bible says about Paul that Paul, let's look at the life of Paul. You know, Paul was someone that was successful, quote and unquote, in his business. His business at that time was harassing the church. And he had a good reputation for doing that. You know, the fear of, of Paul was... <laughs> okay, you know, he had a strong reputation. And God arrested him one day. God arrested him. He saw a vision and, you know, God gave him instructions on what he had to do. Now, from that point, obviously, Paul's life began to change. Paul's life began to transform. And the Bible tells us something that, you know, there was a point in his life, in those early days, that for three years, he went to Arabia. He went to Arabia. The Bible did not tell us what he was doing in, 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 in detail. But we know what happened when he came out. We know what happened when he came out. And there was a time in his life, you know, he felt that the pressure around him was too much. The thorn in the flesh. Satan buffeting him everywhere. And he said God should remove that thorn. But God said no. The answer is not in removing the thorn. The answer is in yielding and leaning to my, on my grace. The answer is understanding that my grace is more than sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. My strength. So sometimes in a place of reinvention, there will be painful experiences. There will be difficult experiences. But in those places, strength rises from us. We come out as stronger people. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. But with that temptation, we we'll always make a way of escape. That you might be able to bear up under it. And when you're able to bear up under it, you're definitely going to be stronger. You're going to see life from a new perspective. Because Paul must have realized then that, oh, okay. In life, I don't need my troubles to disappear. Because troubles will always come against me. Difficulty will always be experienced. So I don't need difficulties to disappear in that, in, that, in, that, in that sense. But what I need to do is I need to develop strength. I need to draw or be able to draw on the grace of God. I need to be resilient. And you come out of that situation a transformed person. A reinvented person. And so it doesn't matter what the devil might throw your way again in future. You will look back. And they will rest on the strength and on the new you that has come out from that previous experience. So there will be milestones and we must look out for those milestones. We must watch out for those milestones. Because God, by the Holy Spirit, is reinventing you on a daily basis. It's a daily walk. It's a daily experience. And then when we have those mighty encounters... Because we have been prepared in the place of God's presence. Because you have been prepared in a place of yielding to the spirit. In a place of surrendering to your spirit. Then it just takes you to a whole new level. It just takes you to a whole new level. The Bible says in the book of Acts that the, the, the elders of the church that they were, you know, waiting on God, praying. Praying and preparing. And then God gave a word. Separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. And Paul and Barnabas, they went to preach the word of God to, into, into nations that had never heard of the word. 
The disciples also, it was the same thing in the upper room. We read the story of how the Holy Ghost came and, you know, the Bible makes us understand that Paul became, an, Peter became another man, as it were, completely changed. But that journey did not start at the upper room. That journey started over three years before then when they were following Jesus. When they were listening to the words of Jesus. When they were listening every day to, to the instructions of Jesus. And there were milestones that they experienced and, along that journey. Because there were times that Jesus would send them out two by two. Go and cast out demons. And they came back rejoicing. Even the demons were subject to us in your name. So there were milestones, but they were not there yet. But they kept on with the journey. And it got to that place of encounter when the Holy Ghost came upon them. And boom, it was complete transformation. It was complete transformation. So I want you to know this morning that God is saying that by my spirit, I want to reinvent you. But I want you to subject yourself to that process, to that everyday process. Understand that the Holy Spirit is working in you. You might not see it. You might not feel it. You might not understand it because there might be things around you that are speaking louder as it were than the force of God within you. But when you learn to stay full of the Spirit, when you learn to yield yourself to the Spirit, when you learn to understand that there's something that the Holy Spirit wants to do in my life today, I'm going to listen to Him. I'm going to obey that simple step. I'm going to take that step. You will get to the place when you go back and you realize, I'm not the same person that I was three months ago. I'm not the same person anymore. It's a daily process. So celebrate the workings of the Holy Spirit in your life because you are on a journey. You are on a lifelong journey. A lifelong journey. A lifelong journey. Transform, you must. Change, you must. Reinvent, you must. But it's not going to happen in one day. But it happens every single day. As you yield, as you submit, as you stay full. So even though you are, you are, you are, you are, you are on the journey to Ibadan, you are not yet in Ibadan, but at least you've left Lagos. You can look back and say, I can see the toll gates behind me. I'm no longer where I used to be. A woman of God said, inconsistency lies the power. Inconsistency lies the power. Be consistently constant. Give yourself to these things that you're profiting. Give yourself wholly, wholly, not partially, with all your hearts. When you give yourself with all your hearts, wholly to these things, your profiting will appear. It will appear. It will appear. That glow will show. That glow will show. And indeed, men will see that you have become another man. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet this morning. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because you are reinventing us. Come on, just begin to talk to God this morning. Just begin to talk to God this morning. The Bible says that God is all the while.
at work in you, at work in you. He's reinventing you right where you are. And I want you to just consciously make a decision to yield to him like never before. To be conscious of the things that he's doing, more conscious of the things that he's doing, of the workings on your inside, of the things that you might think doesn't make sense, you might think are insignificant, but ultimately it adds up to the big picture. It makes up the big picture. The little pieces, when they come together, the entire picture is seen. But you might not see the entire picture today, but you must make a choice and make a decision that I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit. I'm going to allow him go ahead of me. I'm going to yield myself to him every step of the way. I will go with him. I will go with him. And as I do so, I will begin to see the milestones. I will begin to see the milestones. I will begin to see the signs. I will begin to see the evidence of this reinvention. Come on, talk to him this morning. Come on, talk to him this morning. And just surrender to him afresh. And just surrender to him afresh. And just ask him to have his way to, to make you the way he alone can. The way he alone can. In the process of making, he will lead you to people. In the process of making, he will bring you information. In the process of making, he will release knowledge to you. In the process of making, your eyes will be open. In the process of making, he will acquire wisdom and understanding that you didn't have before. In the process of making, you will develop the strength of God. You will develop the capacity by the Spirit of God. But He is making you every day. He is laying building blocks every single day, every moment, every act of obedience is laying a building block onto that place of total and complete reinvention. Oh, For this is the season of newness, says God. This is a season of newness. This is the season in which I have declared that I am doing a new thing. This is the season in which I have declared that I'm bringing new things from my people. This is the season in which I desire to manifest myself like never before through my people unto generations to come. This is the season in which I desire that like never people, that like never before, my sons and my daughters will arise, will arise with 
a quest, will arise with a hunger, will arise with a desire, will arise with a dissatisfaction for the ordinary, will arise understanding that I have called them to be a light unto this world and unto this generation and will not rest until they see my fullness show forth through them. I will not rest with the results that they have seen so far, but will keep moving ahead, will keep pursuing and seeking for more because there is no end in me, says God. There is no end in me, says God. <laughs> there is no end in me, says God. And as much as you can seek and you can see and you can desire, is as much and much more that I will do. That I will do. I only really need my people to arise. To rise up from the place of complacency. To rise up and lay aside everything that is ordinary. Everything that looks ordinary because I have not called you to be ordinary. I have not called you to be ordinary. I have called you to be pace sitters in different walks of life, in different endeavors of life. I have called you to be the light unto the world. I have called you to reveal and to manifest my glory. I have called you unto my fullness. And I'm walking in you by the Spirit. I'm walking in you by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands to God. Father, we give you praise. Father, we yield ourselves to you. Have your way. Do more than we can ask. Do more than we can imagine, oh God. And help us. Because this is our season of help. <laughs> help us, Lord. <laughs> help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We receive your help. We receive your grace. We receive your empowerment in every aspect of our lives. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.